the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We got Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Our Father, the King, loves to gather his children together around his throne. Let me say that again. Our Father, the King, loves to gather his children together around his throne. Our Father, the King, loves to gather his children together around his throne. He wants you to come boldly, but humbly. Amen. God wants you to come boldly, but humbly. Come confidently, but in faith. Come as you are, but be prepared for a change. Amen. Come as you are, but be prepared for a change. There is no way again you will go to a really very powerful place, like the house of God. No, like the White House. You have never been there. It's not a common place to you. Your first time there. You will forever remember, especially if you actually, if you are brought right inside. Amen. We're not talking about just being on the lawn, <laughs> in the yard. Amen. We don't want to be in the yard of the house of God. If you are brought in the yard of the house of God, you will want to go in. Amen. Because we'll be like, okay, what is inside? What is inside? That place is so beautiful. Look at the grass here. The grass is so beautiful. Wow. Look at the fence. Wow. This is so nice. That something on the inside must be more beautiful than what I'm seeing here. Amen. So the psalmist will say, send forth your light. Send forth your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill. But I don't want to just dwell in your holy hill. I want to go where? I want to go to your tabernacle. Bring me to your tabernacle. Send forth your light. Send forth your truth. Send forth your spirit. Send forth your word. It is the word of God. It is the spirit of God that bring us to the hill of God. That bring us to the tabernacle of God. To the house of God. It is the word of God that bring us to the presence of God. The word and the spirit of God brings us to the presence of God. So the psalmist says, I don't want to just dwell in your holy hill, bring me to your tabernacle. I believe that's Psalm 43. Bring me to your tabernacle. And I don't want to just hang around in the tabernacle and just be in this big space. I want to go to where? I want to go to your altar. I want to go to the altar of God. I want to go to God. Because 
God is at the altar. God is at the throne. The throne of God is the altar of God. I want to go to God, my exceeding joy. Amen. You see that? Oh, send out your light and your truth. It is the word of God and the spirit of God. Amen. The word of God that you have on the inside of you, the spirit of God that is in the inside of you, both help you to pray, help you to come in the presence of God, help you to experience God, basically. Amen. And the psalmist says, send forth your life, send forth your truth, send forth your spirit, send forth your, your word. Let them lead me. The word of God, the spirit of God will lead you. May the word of God, the spirit of God lead you and bring you to the holy hill of God. But don't just stay in the holy hill of God. Amen. Don't stay in the courtyard. And he says, bring me to your tabernacle. Then I will go. I will go to the altar of God. I will go to the throne of God. Amen. I will go to God. My exceeding joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our Father, the King, loves to gather his children together around his throne. Now, like I said, the experience of Jacob and what he said about the house of God... He called the place that place, the house of God. The place where he experienced God. Where he saw a vision of God. He called it the house of God. We ought to have, you know, such an experience in the house of God. You know, in the church of the living God, when we come together, we're supposed to experience such things. So, Jacob said these words. And I said, that sounds very much like what Paul wrote to Timothy. In 1 Timothy 3, 14 to 16, in 1 Timothy 3, 14 to 16, Paul says, these things I write to you, though I hope to come to you shortly. I'm writing these ahead, even though I am coming shortly. But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself. Meaning, this is very important. This is very important. I'm not going to wait until I come. Actually, I'm going to write and send it to you because this is very important. It's very important that things are set in order. It's very important that things are put in place. Paul was not writing that Timothy will behave himself as if he was misbehaving. But Paul was writing so that Timothy might set things in place. So that Timothy might organize the church, organize the people, put principles in place, teach the people of God how to relate with one another in the household of God. Paul wasn't writing that, oh, when you come together, this is how you behave in the space you come to. No, not just in the space you come to, but how you live your life. How you live your life amongst yourself, how you live your life in the world. Amen. So, Paul says, let's focus on this. If I am delayed, I rise so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. So there are ways you don't conduct yourself. There are ways you don't live. There are ways you don't behave in the house of God. Amen. There are ways we conduct ourselves and we, you know, live when we are on our own. Amen. But when we are with others... We don't behave the same way. Amen. Think about it. The way you conduct yourself in your house. You can just put your, your cup of tea and just drink it anyhow. You stretch your legs. You know? Amen. You, you dress scarcely. 
That's not the way you do when you come together. Amen? There's a way to behave ourselves when we come together. That's what Paul is saying here. And he says, this is really very serious. In verse 16, he says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. That is because God is in the house. God is amongst his people. Because God lives amongst his people. The revelation of the mystery of God, the mystery of godliness, godliness means God in the flesh. Amen. Godliness is God in the flesh. God manifests in the flesh. So when we think that God is in our midst, we will be like Jacob. Oh, God is in this place. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You are in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't behave anyhow because we know there is a presence of God. Actually, there is a mighty presence of God, especially when we come together. Especially when we come together. So, looking at um, verse 15 of 1 Timothy 3 and Genesis 28, 17. I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. If you compare it with Genesis 28, 17, which says, And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. These two scriptures suggest to us that there are ways in which the house of God, the house, the household or the family of God ought to be organized. It's organized. There is order. There is order. Listen to the there is order. There is orderliness. Orderliness. There is order and orderliness, discipline, respect in the family of God. So we don't um, relate amongst each other the way the world relates amongst each other. Amen. This, this is really very important. There are principles, there are such ways to relate with God and with one another. In 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 14, verse 33, the scripture says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. He's talking about prophesying or speaking in that place. He's saying, don't just speak anyhow. This person is speaking, and that person is speaking, and that person is speaking. There's confusion. Everybody is speaking. Everybody wants to say something. Uh, you don't know what is going on. You don't know what is really being said. That's confusion. You don't do that in the courtroom. If they give you an opportunity to talk, you are the only one talking. Nobody is talking over you. Amen. So what you are saying is very clear. Everybody hears it. Everybody learns from it. See, the church of God ought to be like that. Ought to be organized. Amen. There must not be confusion. Not just in the church of God. There must not be confusion in your family. In the family of God. Amen. There must be clarity. If anything comes up, you look at it, you attend upon it, and Jesus Christ will give a specific example in that Matthew 18. Matthew 18, 15 to 17, where Jesus Christ said, Moreover, if your brother sins against you, you go and tell him the fault between you and him alone. If your brother, it's your brother, sins against you, you go and tell him the fault, you know, what he has done that offends you, you go and tell him and talk about it and get over it. Just be two of you alone. Don't be talking about it to every other person. Amen. Then he says, if your brother won't listen to you, what should you do? If your brother won't listen to you, what, what should you do? You talk to two or more people in the church. Amen. So, if this is the case, then this person who is offended must be part of a church. You see that? This person who is offended must be part of the church. And the person who 
offended is also part of that church. Amen. So, there will always be issues and matters amongst us. You know, I step on your toes, you step on my toes, I offend you. I don't even know that I have, I have offended you. So, or you offend me, you don't even know that you have offended me. I want to come to you and settle the matter. I must not be like an unbeliever, like our unbelievers will do. Unbelievers will talk about it to everybody except you. Huh? And they will be grudges to the extent that they will be bitter. And such things will actually spread. When it's like that, it will spread. And Jesus is saying, you should not behave like that. There are principles, there are ways, there are no set ways to, to relate, to interact amongst yourself in the house of God. Why? Because the king is present. Amen. Because the king is present. Because the judge is there. Hmm? Because the throne is there. If you know that the throne is there, if you know that the, the king is there, you're not going to just do things anyhow. You're going to do things according to the way the king has set it to be done. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Spring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.